Welcome back to another episode of the series recap slash voicemail. Um, definitely check that out in the second half as we already recorded that part. It was some great questions from a lot of our followers. Um, thank you again to you guys. We just recorded it and it, it was great. Um, clap, all, clap. all great questions. Um, I thought initially we were going to get some like duds, but like all of the questions were like insightful and interesting to talk about. Um, so we're definitely going to do this again. And if you want to just watch them and you don't want to watch us talk about the Yankees, I'll put timestamps um, in. Put timestamps. So you can skip to the end. Um, so we appreciate that again. And but uh, we appreciate and it like even more if you guys listen to this part. We we also like if you guys listen to this part because <laughs> our actual Yankee takes we hope are good and we hope that you guys want to listen to them so like uh, again much appreciated so yeah um starting off so we usually do we might have new newer listeners now um we usually do two or three segments of two and a half minutes each talking about three categories of the Yankees uh specifically just just the three game series. Um, we have offense, uh, bullpen, and starting pitching we usually do. Mm-hmm. But now we're do- making a little tweak. We're going to be doing uh, – we're going to combine the two and a half minutes and make it five minutes for the both of us. This way we can just continuously talk without stopping the timer. Um, and, yeah, and then we give out our golden egg, rotten egg award, um, and then we also give out brownie points for the each categories we talk about. So um i guess and, we could and out of five it's out, that's out of five yeah brownie I, points I, are out of five i can start the timer right now you got uh, a you, nice I, mic I, stand though like, dude this is gorgeous it's almost like we're in the same room or something where'd you get that yeah geez okay um so i'm gonna start the timer you can i'm gonna let you pick the category just because i'm feeling generous today thank you um and you usually don't feel generous you have five minutes go okay um keep it right there so i can see I'm going to start with the starting rotation, um, get the bad out of the way. Um, the Yankees' starting rotation finally have a blip. And it, they're allowed to have bad games, but it just sucks that the three in a row, they, all three of them just came in a row, which is not timely. But they still end up winning the series, so um, what do you know? Best and, team in baseball. And this is, this is exactly what good teams do. Uh, they cover when, when, for the guys. W- exactly what I was going to say. See, he's in my mind. Uh, when when the offense was struggling, I mean the the starters went through that ten game stretch where they were untouchable and they carried the backs a little bit. And then now, I mean, this is obviously a recent recent trend, just the last three games. But um, all all three starters did not look great, didn't have their stuff, especially Garrett Cole. And what do you know? The offense picks them up two out of the three times, and that's how you win a series. So this is how on the road too. I big. mean, we we just had a question that was uh, regarding the Wait, don't pl- huh. It was regarding how many wins a team would get, and it was referring to a team that won a lot of games. That's <laughs> very unspecific. Um, and this is how you do that. You, you, you pick each other up, and you, you don't see the offense and, and, and the pitching fail at the same time. You, you kind of rotate through who's hot and who's not. And um, Paul O'Neill was talking about that with just with the lineup, but, but that applies to, to everything. Just as a refresher, Tyone in game one goes ten, uh, four innings, nine hits, four earned, one walk, three strikeouts. Um, boosts his ERA to two seven three. Still, he's doing he's fine, just fine. Um, Cortez has his worst outing of the, the three. All three of guys give up their uh, most most amount of runs given up this season. So, 
Um, Cortez, 4.1, seven hits, four earned, no walks, three strikeouts, still under two ERA. And Cole today, uh, his worst start of his career, uh, 2.1, seven earnings, two walks, three strikeouts, and five home runs. He started the game with three uh, solo shots. So um, bad starts. Uh, what, are, what is our timer at? Two. Timer's at two minutes. And So let's talk about these guys. Um, not worried about all three of them. Uh, we could say that, right? Are you worried about any of them? Um, I'm not worried. They're all going to finish with... Garrett Cole is going to finish with a sub-3 ERA. Nestor will finish with a sub-2-5. Tyone, wow. okay. Tyone will finish with a, a sub-3-5. Um, so they're all going to be they're all going to be fine. Um, I I just and I and I and me and Ken had this conversation before, but I just cannot help myself from from Cole hating a little bit. I mean, I I know he is one of the best pitchers in the MLB. He is the one of the most elite pitchers. He's the ace of this team. But man, when he gives up runs, he gives up runs. Like he his his start today, not so what do you let up? Seven seven earned runs? Yeah. So seven and four runs like that, you know, that that that's only three more runs than the Tyone start. But it just felt so much worse. I mean, the 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 issue with Cole is that he just leaves everything middle. Um, he, he still, I, I don't know if he's missing or he's, he doesn't know what to go to, but he does these fuck you fastballs right down the middle. That just kills me when I watch it. Um, he, he actually is in the 40, 47th percentile of hard hit rate among all starting pitchers, which is not great. Um, he, he can be dominant, but it, it seems that he's usually struggling early to find it. And, and if a team gets to him early, um, it's like, that's it. It seems like um, he has he has been able to like you know come back a couple times and like the game in Tampa where he let up a bunch of runs early and then and then you know had a pretty good start. Well, um, what the 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 game against Tampa? He gave up one run in six innings with ten strikeouts. Who am, th- who am I thinking of then? Where he had the eleven strikeouts and gave up like five runs. I don't know. That was against Baltimore. Baltimore, sorry, against Baltimore. Um, so yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little worried about Cole going forward. And I want I want to see him come out really strong in his next start. Yeah, um, Cole. That that was by far his worst outing of the year. Um, but before then, uh, his eight innings, five earned. That was the most weird start. We talked about it in that episode. Um, but I, I have faith in Cole. Like he he'll be fine. Um, as I said, these guys, these, all these guys, Tyone, Nestor, they're. I don't know. This is their first bad start in a while. Cole had a yeah. two oh three in the last eleven. Like it's starts, it's so. it's due to happen. Like or eight I, starts. I I mean I know how baseball works. It's due to happen. Not everyone's going to be perfect or close to it. Um. So yeah, I mean it, we we were expecting a bad start from Nestor since what feels like since last year almost. So he was due. Um. And one thing I love about Matt Blake is that he was always talking about like how he can improve improve the pitchers by like going back to their metrics like going back to their perfect metrics and that's what technology really helps with especially with pitchers is you can measure exactly what they were doing when they were perfect so I have complete faith that all of them are going to get back to it um, again a decent hitting team in Minnesota but an, an opponent we shouldn't be letting that many runs up to brownie points <laughs> this is tough Two, two out of five. Um, I think that's generous. Um, a lot of runs let up, a lot of hits let up. The the Cole. I mean, if Cole had went four runs today with like one home run, I, I probably would have been higher. The the five home runs is just is killer. Um, 
Tyone didn't have his great stuff. He never really got in a rhythm. I thought Nestor did the best job out of all of them. Um, but I'm, the I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give them... Um, two. I'm going to give them a two out of five. Yeah, I mean, that that's like the first sub four score in what seems like forever. Okay. I'm going to give them a point five out of five. Um, oh, okay. They all had terrible starts. I don't know what else to say. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not I, mad. They're allowed to have it. It's just a surprise that it all came in one series back to back to back. Um, and so I can't really take much good out of it. You don't like my chair in your camera? No, you got to get out of my shot. So, I mean, um, <laughs> well, like, I'm kind of curious as to why they even got two for you. What's the, I, what's I, I am rethinking my score. I, I see I didn't want to be too harsh because you kind of get on me for being too pessimistic or harsh about you know my Yankees. So I I, I'm kind of, good again, just like the food review, I'm self-conscious about my <laughs> score now. I'd like to change my score to a one. He loves changing after he hears mine, you know? I mean, it's, I just... It's okay. You know, I'll do a 1.5 right in the middle. How's okay. that? So 1.5 brownie sure. points. Come closer. Um, Let's do um. Let's let's uh, pick the next category. What, what do you want to jump to next? I think that's on you, buddy. Oh yeah. All right. Um, uh, the offense. Um, okay. I mean today. Good page you got. Absolutely up there. outstanding. Um, I I thought this game was over in the second inning. Um, clearly Yankees had other plans. Um, they 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 just. I mean, incredible stuff. I'm going to start with two guys that we have hated on all year, basically. Everyone, Good start. Everyone, you know, everyone in the Yankees world has been. Um, and that's Joey Gallo and Aaron Hicks. Um, as we were saying before, um, Aaron Hicks is batting 409 in the last two weeks or last week. Um, he has looked much better at the plate. His swings are finally starting to come alive. Um, today with a huge home run. Um, Six for 11 I, this series. I think, though, that I'd like to see Hicks get a big hit at Yankee Stadium before I say he's fully back. Because, there, no, there's something. I know you're laughing at all, but there's something to that. Because his worst demons have been Yankee, Yankee fans this year. And that, that's I think that's a perfectly okay thing to say. I mean, his demon has been the baseball field this year. I mean, his on. demon has been, yes, but it doesn't help when, you know, he's getting booed every night at Yankee Stadium. So, I think, I think... Next series, a little revenge, re- revenge tour at Yankee Stadium for Aaron Hicks is going to be perfect. Um, maybe, maybe a big home run, maybe a big base hit, something to get the crowd cheering for Aaron Hicks again. Because at the end of the day, we need him to be the guy who he was in the past. Um, he's been atrocious this year, so I'm I'm really looking for him to um, have a big day. Just to quickly jump in to debunk your thing: 21 games and 21 games, so 50-50 split between home and away. He's hitting 261 at home. 206 on the road, um, 697 no, no, that, OPS no, no, no. against 5 You misinterpreted. So. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's been particularly worse at either. I'm just saying I want Yankee, Yankee fans to like get in, get on the Hicks train. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like I want him to do like I want him to get like a big hit at Yankee Stadium, get the crowd going. Like no, for, I get for that his point. own just... like you know personal mental health. Okay. Like you know you know what I mean? Like I, I want. No, him to I have get a big that. Day. I just sounded like you said he was worse. No, no, I, I, if I did, I didn't mean to. But. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, Anything on Gallo? No, you, you, Gallo's your guy. Go ahead. Gallo is my guy. We kind of talk about these two guys later in the episode with the voicemails. Um, but Hicks being 6 for 11, just looking at those numbers, two hits in each of the three games, or each of the games in the series, um, is huge. He's looked a lot better in left field. I think he's getting more comfortable there. 
Um, and Set to it. see him hit a home run, uh, his power was absolutely zapped out of his apparently his wrist uh, when he got that injury. So um, it's nice to see him kind of pimp one out there in right field. Oh. Classic Hicks type home run. How's our timer doing? We we got two minutes. We're comfortable. Okay, we're I comfortable. Got some, I got some things game one if we want to talk about it. Um, yeah, we talk about Gallo and later later in the show. So I guess who do you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about DJ Lemayhew. Okay, um, that's my your guy. freaking guy has been going off in the last six games. If Ken wants to pull up some numbers for me, first game he gets on base five times. I feel like um, BBD. Three, he is BBD. Uh, Lemayhew <laughs> gets three hits, two walks. Um, he in, in in the game one, I don't think we mentioned the score. The Yankees won ten four. Um, big home runs by Stanton Judge. Every single inning, DJ LeMahieu set the table. And that is what we need him to do. Um, if For this team to be successful in the postseason, we need LeMahieu to get on base in the first inning. Because with, with, with the Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson... I mean, you need to get guys on for that. And 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 when DJ is getting on a base at at that rate, I mean, he is the best leadoff hitter in MLB. So go DJ, go. Like, I need him to do what he's going to do. Yeah, 5 for 12 in the series for DJ. Um, that game one was incredible. Uh, that's what leadoff hitters aspire to do. And he got on five, six times? I don't even know. Five, five or six times. Six at bat, he, he lined out to center on like a bullet. Okay. He, he, Got four hits, walked once. I mean, it was incredible. Um, and today he gets he goes two for five with an RBI, the home run, obviously. Um, I hope DJ's back, man. He's heating up. What do you want me to look up? His last few games? Yeah. Cause... Let's see. Let's go back to – let's see where I can – oh, and let's go back to here. You know, I, Since I just, May 28th. I want to talk about something, too, is that – this doesn't really fit in with the hitting, but Yankees' defense, game one, was the worst we've seen all year. Um, IKF had an error. Rizzo had two plays he could have made. Donaldson had an error. So just some like sloppy play that we haven't seen from the Yankees. Um, so just wanted to mention that too. Yeah. Um, I, I, let's remind me about the IKF play because I kind of want to talk about that. Um, but defense was bad. DJ in his last nine games since May 28th. This is a little skewed because his two for five today isn't included, but he's hitting 304 with a nine, basically 900 OPS, 899. Um, that's definitely over 900 now with today's game. So, if that's the DJ we get, we, we the love team is even better. Um, IKF, what do you think of that play? They turned it into a hit. Obviously, you said in your brain it's still an error. In my brain, that is forever an error. I don't care what anyone, whatever, whatever score tells me that worked for the Twins. Um, that is not a hit. Uh, if you guys didn't see, there's like a, a hard hit ball, but routine play for MLB shortstop. And, and he kind of took a step forward, took a step back, tried to pick it. And just like a weird, like looked like he'd never played shortstop before. Um, and, and, you know, with IKF, I love him, but you kind of see one of those every week. Um, this is, yeah, he, he does some weird play where you're just not sure, uh, you know what he's doing. Um, so I, I just want I, I need him to clean that up because if that shit happens in the postseason, man, he's going to be benched so fast um, for Marwin Gonzalez, maybe like so yeah. he he needs to, you know, keep a tight lock on that because um, yeah. that that is unacceptable. Um, I've been on here saying it a lot that I don't give a shit about uh, IKF's offense. I just need him to be as solid as possible on defense. Um, and I've been pretty harsh on his defense. But regarding that specific play, I kind of understand how to have a tough how that's a tough play. Um, he's trying to get around it and 
between backhand, forehand. Um, and I think the ball takes a weird hop on him and just scoots right. Um, so he's kind of handcuffed there. I've had that play on me, so I kind of feel feel for him. But it is a play you need to make. That's definitely an error. So yep. that's my take on it. Um, I guess we got we got one category left, really. Are we? Oh, yeah. Time or not? Okay. Uh, brownie points. Um, brownie points for the offense. I mean, they score, what did they score? 10 today. They scored 13. Damn. They 24, 24 runs this series. I no, 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 21, 10, 10, 10, one, plus? 10. Oh, they, I think they scored 13 today. Oh, you know why I was thinking 13? Cause that was the under over halfway through the game. That's why I was thinking 13. Over, yeah. So they scored 21 runs. I mean, that is near perfection. They only had one game where they didn't really do anything. Chris Archer looked good. He's always been pretty decent against the Yankees. So I'm going to give them a f- four out of five, I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, I think I think the bats stayed hot. I mean, the first game lineup, DJ three hits, Judge two hits. Everyone had a hit, and three people had multi-hit games. Four people had multi-hit games. Um, oh, really quick, Joey Gallo. You got to talk about Joey Gallo. What? Did you talk about his home runs? No. Do you want to talk about Joey Gallo? Joey Gallo, he hit two Joey home Gallo. runs today. He hits a home run earlier in the series. Did he? No, that was the last series. But anyway, three home runs really recently. Um, as I said later in the episode, we talk, we dive into Joey Gallo a little bit more, but he moved his hands up a little bit. So if you want to just be my model real quick, move your hands up a little bit. Um, and his stride is a little shorter. You moved your hands down. But well, I thought we were done. No, we're not. Okay, fine. We're done. But Joey Gallo, that's what he adjusted, um, and he's feeling comfortable in right field. He's looked a lot better. I texted you in game one, was it, when I was talking about those baby steps and how he was having better at-bats, hitting the ball hard, um, just having overall better quality at-bats. And love this hustle in the outfield. His arm in right field is gorgeous. Um, and then his hustle is none other than – I don't even know where I'm going. I wanted to compare it to Hicks's hustle, but Joey Gallo's hustle is really – That is the worst comparison. No, no, I wanted to com- like the contrast between oh. the left and right. Uh, anyway, That's I couldn't. Comparison play. and contrast are two separate words. Contrast, contrast, C O N T R A S T. Um, so, pod. Gallo, I'm like, I, you guys know how much I love Gallo. I've been praying every night that he gets it going and kind of seeing glimpses of it, obviously, um, not nearly enough. Uh, but if he continues to do what he's doing, just better quality at bats. Just pile it on. Baby steps. This, baby steps. I, I want to root for Gallo so bad. I got to talk a little bit of shit about him. No. He did hit two home runs this game. He no. also struck out no, twice with a runner nitpicking. on third. I know, but at the that's same mean. I, at the same time, like he, wow. I wish he was a little more situational hitting. Just a little bit. Oh, I can remember like, a judge at bat this series. In the yeah, judge, judge is excused. Judge also has 22 home runs and leads the MLB in every offensive category. I know, but one at bat. Okay, it's I mean, mean, I'm just, I, I want Joey a okay, little bit more with two strikes. Give me a Joey strikes. Gallo ask for this series, upcoming series. What do you want to see I want from him Joey? to hit one home run. Okay. Fair. And I want him to get a sack fly. Or like an RBI ground out. Like anything that's Sack, like fly a, or produ- RBI ground out. a productive out. Like just, you know what? Let me change that. Get a productive out. Like plus any a home productive run. out. Plus a home run. Okay. I think that's a fair ask. He's hot, so. Well, sus? No, I mean, I mean, um, <laughs> physically <laughs> and with his bat currently. Um, Give me one second. Chris Archer against the Yanks. He's actually been shit, I know, but... He's been shit. He's giving 421 batting that, average guys? against the team, so... But then when Isaac I looked at... was a little off there. But then when I looked at the numbers, no, like, like, 
everyone so, was no, like one thirty-five of him, but that, that could have been the previous team. Like, like this Yankee team is a little different from when yeah, RJ used yeah, to yeah, face yeah, the that's Yankees. True. That's why I thought that. But okay. like, I knew that. I knew he was shit against Yankees. I don't know why I said that. Okay, that's like, what's his? What's that guy's name? Analogy time. Um, what's that guy's name on the Astros now? He used to be on Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, it starts with like an O. Um, pitcher. Pitcher. Righty He's or lefty? Righty. Not an O. It's not an O. He's on... <sighs> Starter or reliever? Starter. He's always been so shit against the Yankees, and like I always like compare him to Chris Archer. Um, oh, Odorizzi. 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 He gets shelled by the Yankees, and I sometimes confuse him and Chris Archer. Okay, fair enough. Um, where were we at? Brownie points. You gave a four? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give a three and a half. Um, not quite four because of the one dud. If these 21 runs are spread out evenly across the three games, that's seven runs a game. Obviously, if they score seven runs a game, I would be giving a five. But just because they were just so quiet in that game, too, um, I'm knocking it down a little bit. Two out of the three games, two perfect games, and one zero. So I'm going to give them three and a half. All righty. Um and so bullpen. bullpen, bullpen, really quick though, because we're you hate talking bullpen. You're not a no, bullpen I like, guy. I am a bullpen guy. You always say quick with the bullpen. No, I don't. All right, you want to start or no? Oh, timer. Yeah. Well, dude, there's a lot of bullpen action. You really want to? I don't know, man. All right, Wandy Peralta <laughs> is the best bullpen arm the Yankees have ever had. Can take it away. Sink ninety five. Off of that same, what is it called? Pitch trail, change up, boom, 88. Can so, I say something? Uh, just gave it to me for two seconds. Um, Clark Schmidt today. <laughs> what? Great. You give me Wandy for no, 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 five no, no. seconds and then no, you no, just no, no. jump to no, Clark no, 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 Schmidt. No, 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 Clark, ahead. Not Clark Schmidt. Michael King. All right. One thing I noticed about Michael King today. What happened to Wandy? <laughs> um, fuck Wandy. I don't want to talk about Wandy. Wandy. Wandy's so dirty. He, he knows he's dirty. He doesn't need, he doesn't need any encouragement. Um, what? One thing I noticed about Michael King today, my king, is that he has been off recently, right? His sinker today was 90, 91 to 93. Now, I think that's actually really important because I think that in his somewhere somewhere along the line, he got the idea in his head that he's a 98 sinker baller guy. I don't know because he was spotting up with 91, 92, really, really, really nice today in his performance. So maybe something clicked where he's like, like, listen, like I'm not, I, I'm not trying to overpower guys. Um, and you know, maybe that's working for him, but you know, he just needs to be more accurate and Ken's going to check me on Savant. Maybe it was just the two sinkers I saw, but, um, Michael King did look really good today and I'm, I'm happy for him because we need him to come back and, you know, be the guy. Cause you know, he's not long relief anymore. Anyone else you want to talk about? Well, I mean, I could talk about King real quick. I said this before it happens. So I'm kind of proud, and I pat myself on the back for saying this really early. Um, I wanted King to be that one-inning guy, the seventh or eighth inning, um, and then have Schmidt into that uh, long relief. I was high on Schmidt, but now he's had some really rough outings in a row. Let's see what he did. 1.24 earned. Um, Boone didn't seem too worried about Schmidt. Um, this is the game where... Me and Isaac were watching the finals, I think, game two yesterday. So um, I didn't really get to see what Schmidt's stuff looked like, but his uh, box score is just not really good. Benuelos comes in, two innings, shutty, good for him. Um, and then game one, Wandy, King, Holmes, Castro for 1.1. You want to talk about Castro? Uh, oh, this is game three, sorry. I think Castro, when he is locating, is the best 
one of the best in Yankees bullpen there with Clay Holmes. I, I really Castro is is so good when he's controlling his stuff. Um he just looked filthy today. Uh his the slider, he did some slider sinker combo to Gio that Gio just looked absolutely lost. And Gio's, you know, decent hitter. So yeah, I, I really do like Castro. Um, yeah, and Licky, you were talking about how this might be a Licky player of the game if the Yankees come back and win. Yeah, yeah, two eventually big innings. do two point one. The bullpen today just combined for seven point two shutty. So kind of picked up Garrett Cole. Um Garrett Cole gives bullpen rests a lot, so it's a two way street, guys. It's a give and take relationship. Gareth so that, Gareth giveth the, and he taketh. Um not Lucas Licky, not Wandy. He's Michael trying. King. His max sinker today was 97.8 for an average of 95.2. It was up 0.1 miles per hour from the season averages. Do you feel um, good about yourself now? No, I'm, I'm just, I just like being right on this episode, on this podcast. So I'm just that's crazy because also, I saw I saw two here. sinkers that were 91 and 92, and I guess his minimum was 91.3. So maybe you saw that one and another one. Hmm. And um, I'm not here to like. Shit on no, that, no, that's I, cool, I just dude. Wanted no, to know no too. you got me, dude. You got me, dude. He was up by point one percent today, dude. If it dude. said max ninety two, I'd be like, oh shit, maybe that's something we should worry about. Another talking point. So I didn't see Michael King pitch today, so I kind of wanted to know. I think what's the timer on the bullpen, huh? One minute. We gotta find another dude. We gotta talk about Marinaccio. Game one, two inning shut piece, three strikeouts. Did you watch? Uh, yeah. If you watched, you would have known that he also like what? struggled with his command. Zero walks, one hit. Yeah, he almost hit two guys though. So maybe you go visit him this weekend. Uh, no, not him. His family. Actually, I'm going down the shore this weekend. So just make sure he doesn't. He got too close. Tell him he got too close to hitting two dudes. He actually, the Yankees challenged it. So he hit a guy and they challenged it and it saw that it like. Oh hit. no! I watched that. I saw that. It was like the. It, it like hit off the knob yeah, of the bat. I saw that. Um, <laughs> Clay Holmes. It's kind of ridiculous. He's still his scoreless streak is still going. O thirty three ERA. Yeah, got him. In, got him in fantasy now. He's. I mean, he is the closer of the Yankees. I'm sorry. I have he, Chapman in my uh, fantasy. That you should probably drop him. I mean, do you agree him. that Clay Holmes is the closer of the Yankees? Yeah. Okay. Clearly. Like when Chapman comes back. Yeah. Okay. Don't good. fuck with that. I agree. We agreed. And there's the timer. Um, great series overall. Two out of three. Um, road trip, quick road trip. Back at home now from tomorrow. Yankees are now forty-one and sixteen. Kind of a wagon, not gonna lie. This team is kind of crazy. I see everyone going to the stadium now. Like, it, guys, it's our stadium. You, you know, like it's what like everyone posting pictures uh, on my Snapchat, Instagram every day. I'm seeing like people at the stadium now. Never yeah. saw that like last year or anything. Oh, like, I get what you're saying. Everyone's okay, okay. a big Yankee fan this yeah, season true, now. True. I, f- I feel like I see a lot of Mets, more Mets fans than last year. A lot year, of Mets too. fans too. A lot why. of bandwagon Mets fans. Wonder why. Um, so yeah, talk Cubs are coming in. Uh, we're gonna probably transition over to the uh, the voicemail side of things right here. But I forgot to do question of the day. Um, in Rotten the- egg, golden good egg. Call, good I'm gonna call, do this right good call, now. Good call. Good. Call. I'm gonna do this right now. I'm gonna start with the bad, get it out of the way. Rotten egg, Garrett Cole. Good, good, good. Uh, rotten egg for me is uh, Nestor Cortez. Fair. Uh, golden egg, Aaron Hicks. I wanted no. I wanted to give it to Hicks, and now you I got your other guy. I am giving it to Joey Gallo. What world um, are we living in? Where Complete Hicks and reverse. Gallo 
are the two uh, golden eggs. You I know, think- you know what's hilarious about that? I think our last one, our golden eggs were Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez, and our rotten eggs were Joey Gallo and Aaron Hicks. Play the clip. I think that that's actually hilarious because I think that they was flipped. I think they actually flipped week from week, and that's why we do it, guys. And that's, that's why, why we're it's the part best of segment. Team. Yeah. Okay. Um, question of the day. That's a good catch by you. Question of the day. I usually try to um, end on a non-baseball topic. That's why I do the question of the day. But now this is not like baseball, baseball related, but it's kind of baseball related. Um, I'll see your reaction. Um, the question of the day today is. Oh, is it from Baseball Savant that you have up? No, no, no. Oh, this, okay. No, no, no. It's um, my question of the day is um, out of, I don't know. Yeah, okay, first of all, tell me which stadiums have you been to, MLB Ballparks? Wow, good question. That's not the question of the day. I just want to know which ones you've oh, gone to. Okay, I've been to Washington Nationals Park. I've been to Fenway. Of course, I've been to Yankee Stadium. I've been to City Field. I've been to T-Mobile Park, the Mariners Park. Okay. Um, I feel like I've been to another... Have I been to Philly? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think that's it. I think what is that five? Yeah. Okay. So um, you and I've you, been to Tokyo Giants. Oh, don't interesting. Um, so my question is, uh, besides those four or five, uh, which National League ballpark would you like to visit? Is there one particular National League ballpark that you would Philly notice? looks really cool. Philly. Um, but also like the Marlins. I want to like the Marlins one looks like kind of insane. Like the the indoor facility, nice and new. What about San Francisco? Um, oh, San Fran's also a good one. And Dodger Stadium looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's so many on the checklist. Arizona, no. <laughs> Arizona, no. Um, run me through some more. Pittsburgh's also. Oh, oh Pittsburgh looks. St. Louis my, is a beautiful one. Oh God, there's so many. Milwaukee is not a beautiful one. I was actually thinking Milwaukee is also a no. Um, Except for that little slide. Yeah. Uh, I actually, you know what? I would go to Arizona for the pool. Okay. You'd the be pool by bar. The pool? Yeah, no, or in the pool. Watch a game in the pool. The drink would be kind of crazy. Okay. What but, drink would you get by the pool? Uh, pina colada. Pina Easy. colada. All right. That's it for the episode. No, it's not. Make sure you're listening to the second half of the episode where we answer your voicemail. Thank you guys for watching this part. On to the second part. On to the second half of the show. As we promised, uh, we are doing a voicemail episode. It's our first time. Um, thank you to all of you guys who uh, sent us voicemails. Um, we haven't heard it yet, so I'm excited. Feels like uh, I have presents like under the tree, you know, and then I haven't opened yet. I'm excited. Let's dive in. Could be some coal. What coal? Not the Garrett kind. Could be, the could be kind? some coal. No, not the seam kind. Could be some... What are you saying? Because you're talking about Christmas gifts. Okay. Oh, could be Cole. I got you. I got you. I got you. Now let's move on. I, it could be a PS5. Aaron Hicks having a day. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's start off with uh, a Pinstripe Pals. Shout out Pinstripe Pals. They do another good podcast over there. Um, so yeah, they send us two. They have a couple guys or a few guys working there. Um, and I'm going to play the first one for you guys and we'll react. Live reactions, guys. This is Chris from the Pinstripe Pals podcast. Uh, just checking in with the Bleacher Boys. And my question for y'all is this. So the Yankees are at 40 and 16 right now. The last time they had a start this good was their historic 1998 season. So my question is this. You guys think they're going to beat it, match it, or not get it at all? 
could. Good question. It's a great question. Um, you you want to you want to jump in right away, or mm, I'll let you take it. Okay. Um. So obviously, 1998 season, season to be remembered. Um. That probably looked at as in in recent memory the most the, the most favorite Yankee team. I'd say. Um. What? It, so it's 114 wins, right? No. Uh. Yeah. 114. 116 is the record held by the Mariners. But so, so here's the thing. Yankees are the hottest team in baseball right now. There's no doubt about that. Um, continuing at this pace with the level of competition in the AL East may be challenging. Um, now, in our in our preseason um, episode, we we had the under over at I believe like it was 94. Correct me if I'm wrong. 94 and a half. Um, and I took the under on that. Um, obviously, I think that's going to be incorrect now. But, I mean, 114 is something truly, truly incredible. Uh, you can't expect the rotation to be this good forever. Um, the offense is going to go through slumps. Um, but I do think this is a great team, and I do think this is an over 100-win team now um, if they can stay on the field. So I'm going to go under on this one. But that's a great question. Yeah, I love the question as well. And I'm usually the optimistic one, always taking the overs, always uh, believing in the good. But as for this one, I think I'm here with I'm standing with Isaac on this one, this question. Um, as he said, to get an, a historic season, full 162 game season of it is pretty incredible. And it hasn't happened since 2001 with the Mariners, 116 wins in 1998. Um and uh, I just don't see it happening in this, one, uh, this season. One so. more question: How many how many games before the All Star break? How many games before the All Star break? Yeah, I don't know that off the top of my head, but it's a little look. over a half a season. So talk talk for a bit, because I, I mean I just want to see what the All Star break and like how many how many wins they can possibly get. Like like I want to find like a number. You want to go like, through the schedule and see yeah. how they could end. I want to see like how where they can end up halfway through that would put them in position. To, okay, so to possibly do that, you know, 40 that's, and 16. Um, so 56 games. So yeah. half of 116 would be what? Half of 116. What, what 116? Uh, one, 114. Apologize. Um, oh, 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 you're trying to get the win number? I'm trying to get like a halfway point so I can figure it out. Um, quick math, not a math pod, but we know that. Um, when is the also 114 break? divided by two is 57. So we need 57 wins to be on pace for the 114. Um, halfway through the season. Can you mark the halfway point in the season? Yeah. So let me look at the July schedule to see when the All-Star break is. This, I mean, this question's got to... The All-Star break isn't halfway through, though, so you got to go a little before that. All right, so sometime in late June, then. So we're... Well, no, no, no. Early July. How many, how many more games do we have in June? How many more games in June? Okay, so at the Minnesota, we have one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Twenty games left in June. Okay, get to the twenty-five mark because that's the halfway point in the season. All right, let's go to early July. Uh, we have one. Uh, what was that? What was that? <laughs> what was You're that? at twenty. Go five more so, games. Okay, right, it's so, the end of the Pittsburgh series. Yeah. So um, July sixth. July sixth against the Pittsburgh Pirates is the halfway point of the season. There's twenty-five games left. We're at fifty. Uh, we're at fifty-six games now, and we've won forty of them. Mm-hmm. So, what do you what do you want? You want me to get the? I would I would want to see like um, how many more games we would need to win. So we would need to win like seventeen more games. They so would... out of so you know like you got to break it down. But I mean to be honest, 
that would be a huge fee. And, and, and listen, this is just, you know, hypothesizing because even if they do get to 57, there's no guarantee, obviously, um, of anything that they're going to continue to win at that at rate. Um, okay, I got the math right. All right, math pod. Yeah, math pod. Apparently, um, seven. They, okay, so they need 17 wins out of the next 25. So they need to go 17 and eight before the July 6th mark uh, to be still on pace for the 114 wins halfway through the season. Um, wow, that's 17 and eight is definitely possible. It's but, doable, but it's hard. Um, but you kind of have to also go like if you're being trying to be realistic with this 114 mark, you kind of have to. Uh, keep shooting over what the exact on pace is because you're gonna go through stretches where um, you lose three or four in a row and that'll just ruin. And it. and this is this team has been near perfection. Uh, this you know yeah. this yeah, first half of the season, I guess you could say. So yeah. so I sadly have to take the under, but I'm more than welcome to see them. A great question. It's a great question. Yeah. Thank you. What was his name? I didn't catch his name. Phil. Mike. Let me play it again. Play it again. This is Chris from the... Chris! Ah. My bad. Sorry, Chris. My bad, Chris. Okay. Um, on to the next one. Uh, our good friend Dashiell from our... Uh, how long have you known Dashiell? Since we were in like pre-K? seven, six... Yeah, something like that. Good something friend of ours. Um, and he sent us a question, so we'll play that right now. Here we go. So here's Dashiell. Hey, guys. Hey, Ken. Hey, Isaac. Love the show. Guys, you're doing a great job. Um, I was wondering, who do you think is the Yankees' greatest opponent right now, e- either in the AL East or both, in the AL East and the AL? Because personally, I think the Red Sox are sneaky, and I think they're going to be really good. Um, but let me know what you think. Thank you. Great question, Dashiell. Dashiell, thank um, you so much for sending it. We appreciate it, and great question. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna let you take this one first since I took the last okay. one first. Okay. Um, off the top of my head, again, it's the it's the two seed as of as of now in the AL. The Houston Astros still scare me. Um, their offense isn't as good as it used to be when we used to clash with them in the ALCS back in 2019 and 2017. Um, but the Astros are still the Astros. They got their core guys. They got young guys now with Tucker Alvarez and uh, Pena at short. Um, they still have big gun uh, Justin Verlander. They got Framber. Um, they're a pretty deep team, and they're off to a good start again. So I would have to say Astros is kind of a cop-out answer, but yeah, a dark horse, I agree with you. The Red Sox are still um, kind of scary. They can get hot and rattle off, I don't know, 10, 15 wins in the 20-game stretch. So um, the Red Sox are definitely a sneaky team. Uh, before the season, again, talk about that episode with Ollie, uh, the AL East preview episode. Um, Isaac and Ollie were huge on the Blue Jays, and I completely understood why, but I wasn't fully on that train. I think I said under 93 wins for them, um, and I'm still there. with like They're a good team, but I think pipe down on the Blue Jays a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, Since you ended with the Blue Jays, I'm going to start with the Blue Jays. Um, I still am on the Blue Jays train for this season. They, I mean, listen, they still have a winning record. Obviously, a highly competitive division uh, with the Yankees and Rays being good, and even the Red Sox still having you know thirty wins. Uh, and, and you know what? The Orioles aren't a free win this year, and that's something that's really changed from the last. Real scrappy. So, so they're scrappy. They're uh, they're uh, what is it called? Um, damn it! When they're describing um, uh, uh, college players, he's high motor. He's high motor. It's a high motor player. Um, it's a high motor team. I, I hear he's a great uh, great leader in the clubhouse. You know when Who they're trying to. 
Who are you talking about? The Orioles? It, no, it's like a joke for when they're describing like the white guy on like Villanova. They'll be like, oh, okay. he's a he's he's a team player. Oh, he has a high motor. Some stuff like that. Like a guardy? Yeah, like a guardy. Okay. Um, so I, I'm gonna say I'm still in the AL East. I'm still scared of the Blue Jays. I mean, with that rotation, that lineup, they can get hot um in a hurry. Uh, I, you know, they could finish. They could finish. You know. Pretty close to 40, 45 wins. If, you know, if they get on a hot streak here, and they, you know, they have they have been um, pretty hot as of late. Uh, the team in the AL I'm scared of, um, and I and I know they're sub 500 right now. But in a playoff game or a playoff series, White I'm, Sox. I'm scared of the White Sox. I was gonna bring them um, next. We saw what happened with Kopech. Uh, they got they got Giolito. They got Lance Lynn coming back. Um, they got. They're getting their guys healthy. Tim Anderson is scary because they now have a thing with Donaldson. There's a rivalry there. Um, can't believe I said that right in the first time. I think there is. I think there is. I, think I mean, they're trying to make a rivalry. I, I, I think. If... I think it's a little bit of an artificial. Yeah. But it's yeah. still definitely there. So I'm gonna say the White Sox, man, because if they are healthy and they are firing on all cylinders, that that is a very scary, very scary team in a playoff series. Um, yeah, and even with their. Um, Bullpen taking a hit with injuries with uh uh what's his name the lefty no 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 Lane. Oh, uh, Crockett yeah crochet crochet Crockett. uh crochet and I believe Aaron Bummer's out as well uh, but they still have a really deep bullpen with Hendricks as Isaac said and also uh what's, what's his name? It? Graveman ninety seven off of Kendall Graveman they have a really good bullpen um they have a bunch of guys stable of guys that throw ninety seven sinkers as well over there so that's a good dark horse um I guess we're just going through all the contenders now in the American League. Um, as Hicks takes the ball. We're watching the end of the uh, last game right now. Um, yeah. It's a little backwards, so uh, we're pro- you guys probably heard us talking about um, <laughs> the third game already. But um, Let's get into the next question. Thanks again, Dash. That was a great uh, take over there. Um, let's... Another great question, guys. I'm, I'm loving these questions. Yeah, same. Okay, next one. Uh, she, this lady, her name, um, she might say it in the voice message, but her Instagram, she goes by Christian Albert Cologne Liptak. Thank you for sending us a voicemail. I'm going to play it right now. I'm pretty sure. Yo, yo, what's up? My name is Christian. Uh, so I gotta pause it. Re- redo that take. <laughs> so, sorry, sh- this is not a lady. This is a man. Why it's confusing is because he has a profile picture of his of his girlfriend or wife in in there. Yeah. So we're a little confused. So Dude, we we apologize, Christian. So he's been following us for a while now, and, and I've, I've always thought of him as a, this lady or his girlfriend, I guess, or wife. Yes, so I I always read it as Christina because I I was just quickly exactly, running same, it by, same. and, and the, the, the profile picture. picture th- Hey, hey, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. So, um, I I was the one who who asked for this this video specifically because he is one of our uh, loyal followers and we appreciate it. Um, so we apologize on 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 that thing. The profile picture is a little confusing if we're being honest, but let's get into the question. Anyway, thanks thanks for being loyal. I he they he's been following since the early early days. So yeah, he's been with us a long time. All right, here's the voicemail. Yo, yo, what's up? My name is Christian. Uh, so a couple things I definitely want to touch up on. Uh, one, the catching situation. I know Trevino, Trevino has been our best catcher in our roster. And then Higgy at the beginning of the season was supposed to be our number one catcher. But now he's definitely regressed into like the backup 
catcher role. And I know we have Ben Rodvet who's still rehabbing. And so I'm wondering, do you guys see us getting another catcher, whether it's probably by trade uh, somewhere? And what are we going to do about... Sorry, the uh, the ending cut off. Um, what are we going to do about Anduhar, since he did ask for a trade? And what do you think of Gallo and Hicks being possibly trade? Um, trade prospects in terms of trying to get another big name to come to the squad? Uh, let me know. Okay. Thank you um, for the question. Two, two part question. Three part question. If you're looking at it that way. That's um, true. That is true. Yeah. So just off the bat, I'm going to address the catcher situation. I thought, I thought he, um, put it well, um, by, you know, saying that Higgy was the favorite, um, going into this year. And then, you know, slowly, um, over the course of the season, Trevino, Trevino has shown that he is by far the best option defensively and offensively. Guys hitting like 280. Um, um, uh, as for Ben Rortvet, uh, I don't think he has a place on this team uh, right now. I think that he will be a call-up later in the year. Um, as for his injury update, he, he says that he's over his, his right oblique injury. Um, so he, he's healthy and ready to go. So I think he's going to get some at bats in AAA, and and they're going to you know evaluate how he's doing. But unless one of the two catchers gets in, injured, I think they're really sold on Higgy's defense and pitch calling for some reason. Uh, and obviously, uh, the eye test tells us that Trevino is 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 the should be the starting catcher of the New York Yankees. Um, so if an injury happens, or if you know Higgy goes into another slide, I don't know what he can do worse than what he currently does. Um, but if he goes into another so-called slide, I think maybe see a, a, a July, late July call-up um, for Ben Rortfett. Um I didn't have the other I, – I forgot the other part of the question. Let me just again. tackle the catcher question real quick. Okay. I've been lead conductor of the Trevino train. Um, I've been saying this for a while. Um, Trevino is obviously the starting catcher, as you said, as Isaac said. Um, and Higgy, as much as I don't like Higgy and as much as I believe that uh, Trevino should be the starting catcher, they're still treating it as a um, one day off, one day on for these guys. They're kind of splitting time pretty evenly. Um, and I don't think Higgy can continue hitting this bad. I keep saying he's the worst hitter on the Yankees team, but that could be true without this type of production from like his OPS is down in yeah. the four, low 400s. I don't think this can continue. So I'm fine with Higgy being the backup. Uh, I kind of want to see Boone uh, utilize Trevino a lot, a little bit more because it's kind of a 50, 50 split right now. And I kind of wanted this. I know catchers can't catch every day. So like maybe five out of the seven days Trevino catches, that'd be nice to see. Maybe even start with four out of the seven. Um, and, and build yeah. up. That being said, I would like to see what Ben Rorkback can do because, like, I'm interested to see him, like, as a fan. Like, a, a, a lefty, lefty bat, too. A lefty power bat at Yankee Stadium is always a good thing. I mean, we've seen that with countless people, Matt Carpenter being the most recent. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like to see. Um, Really like to see Rortfat up at the major league level. I, I think he talked about Hicks and Gallo as trade pieces. Yeah. 
So I'm going to start with Hicks. Hicks is not a trade piece. Um, he, he, No one is going to take on the money that the Yankees owe Hicks at all. Um, they are sticking with Hicks, and they're going to hope he's get hot. And, and, and I'm going to pull up some numbers here because Hicks actually has been hitting pretty well over, over the last 400 two weeks. Over 400 in the last, last week um, for and, both and, Gallagher and, and Hicks. And I know this is not like a, you know, like, oh, just because he's been hot for this doesn't mean he's not been a bad player. He's been awful this year. Um, he He's far... Uh, no. What's the opposite of exceeded? Far under underperformed, I guess. Yeah, he's he's hitting four oh nine in the last week. He's hitting three. He's hitting three thirty three. Um, he has a homer. He has a homer tonight. I mean, his numbers are atrocious for twenty twenty two. But Yankees are gonna stick it out. Um, if he he's shown in the past that he's a good defensive player, he's shown that um he he can come up clutch in situations. It's just been the last couple years for him in the Yankee uniform have been have been terrible. Um, and, and so the Yankees are going to hope that he can do something. And, you know, if not, that's not the worst thing. Uh, this is one thing that Donald Greco was saying. He, he with so many people complaining about Hicks and this is just Hicks. You, you look back at the 1998 team and he's like, you're telling me there's no one from that nine, 1998 team that, 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 you know, wasn't good. They're all good. Like, no. They're, they're, he brought up some obscure names I've never heard about. Yeah, like there there are players who are not going to perform at the level of your one, two, three, four, five guys. That's just a fact. Um, so I think the the Hicks situation they're they're going to stick it out. The Gallo situation, I think Ken's in the same suit, uh, same position as me. I, thought I was getting ready for an argument here. What, what's I was going to say, if anything, he would be the trade piece. Okay. Um, do you, yeah, do you yeah. agree? Okay, I'll let you take it then. Okay, so yeah, with Gallo, he this is his final year of the contract, so he could potentially be a trade piece, but the way he's playing, no one's going to want to take him. Uh, he's I think it's more likely that the Yankees release him than trade. Um, but he's heating up over the last week as well with Hicks. Um, they're both kind of playing well last week and a half, maybe even you can stretch that out too. Um, ever since Gallo moved over to right, actually I have the stats screenshotted somewhere. Um, it was like May 31st. He's hitting over, I don't even know. Okay, he's hitting, since May 31st, he's hitting 364 with three homers, six RBIs. Um, it's obviously a very small sample size compared to how bad he's been with the Yankees. But um, I kind of want to believe in this move to right field has him comfortable situation. They also talked today about him uh, kind of changing his stance a little bit, moving his hands up, shortening his stride. So I kind of want to believe it. I'm a huge Gallo fan. I want him to figure out with the Yanks. Um, but another thing with this trade situation with Gallo is if he does end up playing well and has a little bit of trade value where the Yankees can finally trade him, I, I think a lot of Yankee fans are going to be fine with batting him ninth and playing left field. So Because, it's because like, at the end of the day, Joey Gallo is a great ninth hitter. I mean, or great eighth hitter. Yeah. Like, if you have Joey Gallo, just name-wise, I mean, you're give, you're not giving the pitcher a break. I mean, if Gallo is remotely like just a little bit like he has shown in the past and you have him hitting seventh or eighth I mean that's a whole another thing to navigate in the bottom of the order that being said I don't think Joey Gallo is a fit for New York um I I I think that he he is a player who is um is very in his own head he's a very mental mental player I guess you could say and that's coming from someone who in my high school baseball career was very you know influenced by outside factors like that should we put up the Paramus game clips right now or? yeah I mean I don't see why not but um I don't think Joey Gallo is fit for New York I don't think he is going to last long um but that being said and I've said that twice now so you know gotta cut it out 
Uh, but he is a good seventh hitter for this championship contending team this year. Ninth, they're batting. They they love this ninth thing. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's kind. It's gonna be so. Di- it's such a difficult situation because if he's playing well, we're gonna want him batting ninth. Um. But that's the only way you can trade him if he's playing terribly. It's it's kind of the the Yankee fan, I mean, irrational Yankee fan, trade him when they're terrible. Um. And then wanting them when they're hot, but. That being said, though, and that's a third time. Good question, Christian. Like that—that that is the thought. That is a really ev- good question. Yeah. That is the thought on everyone's mind. Um, Everyone's—we've been getting so many comments about trade Hicks, trade Gallo, DFA this, DFA that. Before we started so, this recording, me and Isaac both thought we we're going to get a bunch of Gallo and Hicks. We're—I well, mean, we're, I mean, that was not at least—at least the the question wasn't, or what, the statement wasn't DFA Hicks Gallo. I because we thought we were going to get a bunch of those, but so far we're three for three. So with really good questions, I'm, Real, I'm all, shocked. Um, not whoa, you hear that, guys? No, I cut that talking, out. Talking, talking, leave like it out, please. No, he's not gonna. Cause he doesn't want to edit this. I know um, him. so uh, did he have a third question? I thought you said there was a three-part question. I think so. We could. Do you want? Do you want to like listen to it again? Let's quickly listen to the second. No, you don't voice. have to listen to it on the cam. But he knows what he asked. What do you think of Gallo and Hicks? Being and Duhar. Okay, yeah. Question. What are we doing? So, um, and Duhar, does, is this question? Do you think we'll, they'll trade him? We should have just listened. Yeah, to no, the whole no, thing. no. That's what he asked. Yes. Okay. So, do I, I think they're gonna trade and Duhar? No. Same. Do no. I want them to? Yes. Do I think he deserves another chance with another team? Hundred percent. It it is not in the Yankees' interest to trade him right now unless they were to get a certified MLB reliever or. Some kind of package for um, a center fielder. It just because a player says, just because a player says that he wants to be traded, doesn't mean anything. Uh, especially not to a, a seasoned manager, general manager like Brian Cashman. He could give two shits what the player if he wants to be traded or not. It's a business, um, bro. It's, I don't think it's not happening. Um, yeah. So let's move on. Great yeah. questions, though. Thank you again to Christian. Yeah, <laughs> Start talking again. Sorry, Christian. All right, next question is from Mike. Sorry if I bought your name. Uh, Mike Scotch, I believe it's like is Scott his name. Scott Storch, but a little different. All right, here's his question. If the current roster of the New York Yankees had their own Royal Rumble, who would you take and why? Okay. Okay, I like that. Funny question, dude. I kind of I'm digging these questions these, we're getting. This is why we asked for this episode, guys. This is what I'm. This is what the fuck I'm talking about. Like this, this, these are the important questions. So what do we, should we do? Like the top. Stop, stop, stop. He's going into deep into Emerson Baseball. Ty Morgan, editor for Bleacher Boys Pictures. But anyway, let's get to this Royal Rumble question. Um, should we do like? Back and forth, one pick, one pick each, three picks. Can you explain to the audience what? Maybe not everyone knows. I don't what, really know. It's just like a wrestling thing, right? Like a huge wrestling event. Not, that's uh, let I me give it a little quick search. Royal. I mean, I I'm pretty sure it was a wrestling reference. Okay, yeah. yeah so, right? I mean, the obvious answer here. Can we both say it on three, two, one? Are we gonna? You don't think there's an obvious answer? Dude, the Yankees are pretty. Uh, I mean. Okay, Voight if he was on the team. But three, two, ready? Three, two, one, Stanton. Stanton. Okay, yeah. So I've, 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 um, do you want, do you want to do a ranking? How we do a top five? Top three, ranking? top three. We got to keep five. moving. F- fine, fine. Three, three, three. We got to make these quick. Five, five quick. Stanton, one. Judge, two. Nah, mm, 
Let's think. I, I have Guardy on this list still. But is he eligible? Did he specify which roster? I mean, then I have Luke Voigt. Uh, no, it doesn't count then. Yeah, this this, this year. Guardy is, he would qualify. Uh, we got to think of some big boys. So obviously, Judge and Stanton are one, two, whatever. Order. I don't know if Judge is two, though, if we're ranking him. Judge who is definitely el- top who five. Who else are you putting two? Don- uh, oh, I have Donald. Dude. Wandy? No. He's a Sorry. big body. No, 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 no. Dude. No. Or Trevino. Want to check out some weights? Yeah, but Trevino's also 5'9", dude. They don't have to be. Dude, Yankee some of these wrestlers are really short. heights. No, no, they're not, dude. The big guys win. Okay. Okay. Miguel Castro, 6'7". But he's okay. so skinny. He's oh, yeah. Like he's a bag of... T- yeah, he's twigs. He's twigs. Um, Joey Gallo, pretty beefy. 6'5". Lucas Licky, 6'4". But he's skinny. Okay. Oh, Chappy? Nah. Oh. You know what I have? Steven Ridings, the madman. Steven Ridings. Where is Steven Ridings? He is such a wrestler. That's such a good answer. Um, And then I have Clay Holmes on there, too, because he's thick. And he's... So that's our three? I mean, that's our five? I mean, do you want to go over the list one more time? Stanton. Judge. Uh... What's his name? Uh, Steven Ridings, Clay Holmes, and uh, I thought we had another one. Monty? No. Chappie, Chappie, Chappie. Yeah. So, I know. Wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yankees have a lot of height. That's that's a good five. Um, let us know yours, Mike, in the comments section. I kind of want to hear yours you know, and your reasoning. I've always been thinking, like, I kind of want to see, like, a real fight with this Yankees team because, like... Honestly, who in the MLB is fighting the Yankees? Kind like just like Judge Stanton alone, and then and then Araldis Holmes. Like these guys are huge. Steve, imagine trying to punch Stephen Ridings in the face. What are you punching upwards? Like that's insane. I mean, I mean, I just think this Yankees team, in terms of fighting, is like hands down probably the best. Definitely be entertaining, but I'd be worried about injuries. Um, shut up. Shut up, Ken. You ruined Last all one. the fun. <laughs> Last question. Pinstripe pals again. Uh, a different dude this time. Uh, let's hear it. Hey, Ken. Hey, Isaac. It's Ian from the Pinstripe Pals. I just want to ask, who's the one trade target that you guys want to hit up the most and acquire at this year's deadline? Another good question. We went five for five with questions. Yeah, guys, very, very impressive. And by thank the way. you again to Ian and Pinstripe Pals. Uh, go, please go check him out. They have a good thing going over there. Um, and maybe a collab in the future. Who knows? Isaac, you take this question first. Okay, so I don't think I have a specific. Actually, no, I do. I have a specific name. I, I, and this goes back to last season. I don't think this is happening. I love Tel Marte. I think his. I think the the the, the switch hitting. Um, you know. If Hicks isn't hot, he is a perfect replacement for Hicks. I mean, you could look at a package for one of your young shortstops and 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 Duhar and maybe some, you know, cash considerations for Cattell. I mean, he he plays on a team that, that doesn't compete. Um uh if they're looking to get young, you know, young talent, they you know, Yankees do have that. Um but as as for a realistic one, it's really any sinker baller reliever that sucks on another team because if you have the Yankees you know if, if you have the Yankees calling you about a reliever who has like a, a th- has like a four four through seven ERA like you know they found something good um so I, I'm really looking for them to cement um get get another get another horse in the stable as uh Kevin Cash would say um uh and yeah get another guy throwing 98 to, to secure the pen uh, 
I can't say this and stress this enough. Arms are the most important thing in the playoffs. Uh, Tampa Bay got really far with just having a whole stable of guys um, who, you know, no one knew who they were, but they were all just throwing nasty 98 sinkers. Um, so that's what I'm looking for. Just, you know, there's, there's some question marks in this pen still. Chapman, Loisica. I don't know if uh, Johnny Lasagna is going to be back uh, to his normal self this year. Uh, and, and you really don't know what you're getting from him off of injury, um, especially arm stuff. So, um, yeah, I guess it would have to be another arm. Okay. Um, Cattell Marte, he just signed an ex- I as you, as you know, um, I don't think it's very realistic at all. But... Who knows? Maybe. Um, but with Judge in center, I don't mind having Gallo or Stanton in right and then DH the other one. So it's kind of nice being able to move just, just move Judge over to center is my take on that. Um, really, I was going to say reliever as my realistic one. Another one um, people might want to hear is Wilson Contreras as a catcher. Um, he's in his final year of his um, arbitration, uh, and they just actually avoided arbitration today with, at 9 point something mil. So it'll be... Prorated four and a half mil or something for the second half of the year, um, and I would really like Wilson Contreras. I said this in an earlier episode this year. Um, would love sliding him all-star level catcher at uh, the starting catcher role. Trevino is the backup. Higgy to the moon. I mean, that's a playoff team right there. That's a scary playoff team right there. So, Wilson Contreras in my dream world. But as you said, relievers, bunch of relievers. Um, yeah, I, this team is pretty set though. But yeah, that's another good question. That's another thing we got to think about. So yeah, we appreciate the questions. Um, and yeah, guys, these are all like great questions. We'd be down to do this again. We also want to do like a live call-in episode. Um, the issue with that, of course, is getting everyone's timing, you know, the same lined up. So this is a really easy way for us to do this. And you know, if Yankees start going through some struggles or you know whatever you guys want to talk about, like please, like let, you know, like give us a voicemail and uh, maybe on the next episode we'll um, we'll let it fly. Yeah, uh, I forgot to hit on this, but people might want to because there's a lot of talk about getting another outfielder in this, in at the trade deadline. Um, what well, I don't know what your take I, is. I I I like the Timmy Timmy Low. Um, I think Tim LaCastro is a great bench piece. I think he is one of the best bench pieces in the MLB. Um, his speed. You're really high on Timmy Low. I it's like a grad by his the way. his speed and his defense like actually adds so much value to this team. Uh, just like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but in the beginning of the season, he was just every single seventh inning, eighth inning, he was pinch running for someone, steal second, you know, in the pitcher's head, um, and created a lot of, a lot of great situations. So I think that with a, with a Hicks doing a decent job, um, a Stanton, a Stanton judge and, and Marwin even, um, and, and obviously Gallo too, I think that's pretty set. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my my take on that is uh, one word answer: Brett Gardner. If you need it, um, oh, I love me some Uncle Brett too. Yeah, and but. my but realistically, stick it. I, I'm just so fine with sticking it out with Hicks and Gallo. So thank you guys again. Don't um, fix it unless it's broke. This has been another episode of the series recap and a voicemail edition. So I think we should put this first. It. Actually, Mm-mm. they gotta hear the series recap. No, I think we should put this first. I disagree. I think the people want to hear the questions. Yeah, so that you make them wait. <sighs> They're going to hear it. Or you could skip ahead. If you skip ahead, you skip ahead. But We appreciate the view either way. Yeah, thank you guys for watching again, as usual. Um, and we'll see you guys on Sunday. Cubs are coming into town. So you got uh, Stroman pitching in New York again fr- Friday. That's going to be interesting. Um, 
Cubs are a bad team, so we should be able to take two out of three, possibly sweep. Um, yeah, take it from there. Yankees are a wagon right now. They're just such a good team. And Looks Clay like- Holmes is about to get the final out, so we're gonna we're gonna assume that this is a series win. He's one out away. Knock on wood. All right, thank you guys for watching. We'll be back Sunday.